Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan, and we're back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Hey, what's going on, Claudia? You good today? Hanging in there, hanging in there. You know, it's rainy in Los Angeles. Is it? It's cold. Oh, you know why? It's still February. You know, L.A. be real raggedy till like end of May, beginning of June. Then it's 120 degrees. So, you know, just brace yourself. I want my money back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Texas, I'm telling you, Alice, where it's at. No state income tax. We keep a lot of our money and our gas at 250. Ooh, it's 550 here. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And please welcome our special guest co-host for the week, music artist and former contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race, Mo Hart. What's up, Mo? How you doing? Hello, hello, hello. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm so happy to be back. Hello, soulmates. Mm-hmm. So back for day two. How did you feel about day one? I know we just kind of threw you into the mix here. How'd you feel? Uh, you threw me into the, uh, the, what do they call it? The den of wolves or the lion's den. It was hot. Uh, but I'm ready. I feel good. I feel good. Y'all gave me a lovely pep talk and I feel great. I feel right at home. I think you did a great job. You really did. So, you. All right. Well, we'll see what tonight gives because we have a lot to talk about. Are y'all, wait, before we go, are y'all drinking? Yes, Not I have the crown tonight. royal today. Oh, well, dang, you should have told me. I would have got my crown out. I got the water treatment because I was teaching today. So, Yeah. I am in college and we got finals on Friday, so I'm not drinking anything, but I will be getting tore up this weekend and I'll be at the casino and those in New Orleans know which one I'll be at. So I'll see you out there. Okay, let's get into the show because, again, juicy, juicy topics tonight. Floyd Mayweather is under fire for seemingly supporting Diddy. The boxer stated that Diddy's sexual abuse allegations may just be a mistake if he's guilty. Take a look. I'm not going to speak bad about P. Diddy. Um, Because he's still a black man. I mean, um, mistakes happen. And I can't say if it is or it's not a mistake. But things happen in life. Is it disrespectful? Or what are your thoughts to call such serious and dangerous allegations? Simply a mistake. Al, let's go to you first. You know, I'm going to say that that this was just his lack of finding the correct words to say exactly maybe what he was asked. Uh, we know that he's an amazing athlete. He's the greatest of all time. Uh, Floyd has done so much for the community. He has so many entrepreneur efforts, and he's usually very keen and aware and sensitive to this type of stuff. But in these types of situations, I always say, I would then ask him, what would you do if Cassie was your daughter? All right. And then see what his response is. I think that's when you'll probably get the real response of what he's trying to relay here, because I'm pretty sure that he wouldn't be so insensitive to all the victims of of sexual abuse or sexual allegations in this nature by just chucking it up as a mistake. So I'm going to give it a benefit of the doubt on this one, Claudia, uh, and say that I think the bigger question here would have been, what would you have done if Cassie was your daughter? What would you have done if the women who've come, the woman who's come forward was your daughter that's accusing him of rape? How would you have handled it then? And would you let that person who did your daughter that way off by saying it's just a mistake the same way that you're giving Diddy his pass? Good point. Mo, what do you think? 
Yeah, I really agree with Al's point, you know, that whole point of what would you do if it was your daughter, your aunt, your mom, whoever. And I really feel like maybe he didn't have all the pieces or he didn't have all of the language and how to speak. But I do believe that we should believe victims and just chucking it up to a one time mistake like, oh, I threw some eggs at a neighbor. No, this is like a real deal. And we should totally like stand behind her and just stand beside her. So it was just out of pocket. While I do admire, you know, publicly not wanting to bash a fellow black man, we also have to get to a point with our community where we don't just give away passes just because someone's black. Because guess what, y'all? Black men and black women make mistakes as well, or black men and black women engage in horrific behavior as well, or mm -hmm. black men and black women hurt other black men and black women. Mm -hmm. And we got to stop like just going to bat for people every time just because they're being successful. You can be the best rapper, the best writer, the best producer, the best actress, the best host, and see it all the time. And guess what? You can be all those things and also be somebody black. And as much as I hate to do it in front of company, I do agree mm. with that point. It does get a little bit like, Ugh. um, we we got to stop. And Floyd, I, I get what you're doing. You know, like you you have been. You probably feel like, you know, you've had false allegations against yourself and you've had some other things you've had to deal with. So I get it. But sometimes in these conversations, it might even just be best to just be hit them with a no comment and then they can't hold it against you because you know how these things go. You know, mm -hmm. um, fans were speculating that Monica must have gone under the knife and possibly received the BBL. Monica quickly shut down rumors at the showcasing shapewear that included butt padding. A BBL with me bought by Linda, cause that's all I got. Let me show y'all what I got. Watch it. This, this is what this girl bought, and this girl. Thanks. Mama don't play. I don't even. I won't even get lash extensions. I still wear strips. I can rip off. Okay, Monica. What are your thoughts on Monica keeping it real and shutting down the rumors? Let's go to you first, Ma. What do you think? I love it. I'm here. I brought mine to stand in solidarity with her. Okay. <laughs> and I got mine from Amazon. No, I love it. I love that she kept it 100. And I just love that she was just so real. Like it is for the stage. I put this on to give the va va voom for the outfit, much like I do for the stage. And she just kept it so real. And I just love her for that. Okay. Al, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I thought that was really fun. And, you know, and I know Monica watches TGIF, so Monica, know that I never thought that it, that anything was ever wrong with your body. You don't even need a shaper. You're just absolutely beautiful the way you are. And it, you're thin, you're in shape, you look great, your, fa your face is flawless. Um, I just want you to get healthy, though, because I didn't like the fact that I saw somewhere on one of the blogs that you passed out, and you also spoke about your sickness. I just want you to get healthy, because from what we hear, you're going to be torn with Nicki Minaj. So we need that voice to be, you know, top tier. So please take care of yourself and get well. Please, please, please. Don't worry about no shape, but you don't need it. You look good regardless. I love Monica. And I'm going to go ahead and blame the fans for this. There is so much pressure to have these ridiculously high booties at, you know, Monica's like late 30s, late 30s. How old is Monica? Yeah, I would think she's got to be in her late 30s. Okay. Let me tell you, son. When you in your 20s and teens, your booty is sitting high. When you start getting in your mid to late 30s, that thing starts to drop a little bit. And the pressure is crazy. People will tell you, what's wrong with you? Why don't you have a BBL? Why don't you get surgery? Everyone's always complaining about what you don't have. So and let the kids have it. And then here they go criticizing her for that. 
with the media and with social media and with the peanut gallery, I say it all the time. You are damned if you do and damned damned if you don't. So I I love that she took it off and showed and said, BB aware. I love it. I'm here for it. Let's read some comments real quick, Claudia. So how come 77 said if she did, why would that be anybody's concern? Uh, PBB228 said Monica's just getting older, no biggie. And Didi said Monica says she's taking steroids, which makes you gain weight. Oh, she's 43 years old. Okay. Even more reason to throw a shaper on. <laughs> just be happy that Monica's back out there. I'm 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 here for it. I love it. All right. Speaking of Monica, she will be joining Nicki Minaj's Pink Friday 2 tour, but fans were left confused. When Nikki suggested that she also wanted another guest to join her on the tour. Take a look at this. I want to know what would Cat Williams' prize be to be a part of the Pink Friday 2 show. All right, would y'all be here for a Nikki tour that features Monica? And Cat Williams, or does this seem like it's all over the place now? Many critics were speculating that she wants to include Cat Williams to increase the low ticket sales, allegedly, that's going on. Al, what do you think about this? This parody? Wow, sorry. Low ticket sales. This would be high ticket price if you add Cat Williams to the to the to the bill, because you know, we know Cat Williams is a very pricey, well, not price. I just want to say, you know, it's gonna increase the price because he's expensive. He's a, he's a very successful uh, comedian that if you ask him to go on all those tour dates, you're gonna have to come up with a pretty penny. And of course we know that passes through to the viewers or the people that attend, but I think it'll be cool. You know, Nicki Minaj is always mixing it up and doing different stuff. I've never known a comedian to open up for a female black rapper before. I've never known a comedian to open up for any singer, to be honest with you. And I think that he could actually set the stage with the right jokes to make a really incredible concert given the music that she'll be singing on this tour. Okay, we have a couple comments before we go to Mel. Uh, I am Nesson Four said Nikki is high as a kite. Belinda Belinda said Nikki is begging for help, and Mr. Alter said Nikki Garbage takes ain't selling, so she wants cats, kitty cat. Oh, <laughs> Mo, what do you think about this, Mo? Mo, tell us what the, what, what are they saying on the streets? Look, I just personally feel like it's all over the place. The rollout didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. The tour's not making a whole lot of sense. Here you go. I do agree with Al. You know, having the right jokes could set the stage for the concert. But I, like, it just doesn't make sense because that means that, you know, the first group of people didn't get that same kind of concert. Now you just, it just feels very thrown trying to grab. Also, she's a businesswoman. So why does she reach out through social media saying like, hey, I want to know how much his booking fee, like that's just, mm, you're a businesswoman. She's a, her money's real long as she likes to say. So I just felt like it was just really all, all over the place. It's just scattered. And besides the fact that Kat is already on his own tour right now. I, ah, I, totally. I, Does I Monique go with him? What'd you say? Would, no, would Monique go with him? Oh, you know. <laughs> Isn't they, she on tour yeah, with Kat? She's on tour with Kat. They're supposed to be working together. And Lunell works with Cat uh, Williams all the time as well. So I don't know. I feel like Nikki was just kind of throwing this out there just to get a feel from the people, get a read and see if they like went crazy for it. And then maybe, but you know, I, I think Nikki, um, 
even with the pairing of Monica, honestly, if I'm being honest with y'all, I love Monica. And I actually think Nikki is bomb at what she does. But I think those two together, a lot of Nicki Minaj's fans are really young. And Monica is kind of a little bit more old school, not old, but old school throwback R&B, like, you know, early, like like 90s, 2000s. And I feel like a lot of her fans may not even be familiar as to the greatness that is Monica. I don't even know if they really even know. So I kind of feel like, Mm. Who is advising her on this tour? Because, listen, Nikki, the, the the win is link up with the rap girls. Y'all need to all stop beefing. It needs to be some super tour that with all hot. the rap girls. And let me tell you something. You think you make a coin alone? You know how much coin you make with all the girls? It would The message of solidarity, the beautifulness, the flyness, the bars, because women are dominating hip-hop. That's what we want to see, not these, these Hail Marys that you're throwing. Get right with the girls. All y'all get right. Have a meeting yeah. and make that money. Like seriously, my opinion. Uh, what do y'all, y'all? What do y'all think about that? All the girls on tour. I mean, that should have happened. I think, like you know, somebody tried to give me an educational rundown about who Nicki Minaj was this last Sunday. Um, I feel like she is queen. She really is up on that level where she can say, you know, I mothered you hoes into this this industry. Will let me come together and bring all the the little chickies together under my hand. Under, under my house type of thing and just really give a bomb show. I, I mean, I will say this from what the clips on TikTok are giving of the concert, it just is not giving. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Claudia. <laughs> I think that you talking about it makes sense and would be very impactful, but I would not want to work in talent relations trying to juggle those. Oh, no. Six women backstage, bumping into each other, what they might say on stage, their fans, the barbs, hanging with, you know, the Cardi B fan. I don't know. Make it a docu-series. Make it a docu-series. Because that's the real show. It might be a little hectic. Everybody have to have their own section, maybe, and and you can't go out of your section. But Now, you know I'm being idealistic. If you go in one way on the stage, you got to go out the other. It would probably, it would never happen the way it's set up right now, unfortunately, (laughs) because of, you know, I think think the egos is at this point are just too big. So, Mm. Uh, even on the drag show, even on the drag show, the way they come in on stage sometimes, they don't even want to be nowhere close to each other. All right, y'all, coming up next, find out why Common is headed to court. And later, the son of Needy Leaks is being sued. We'll, be get, we'll get into that when we get back. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, Tiffany Haddish's former friend, Trezai Morris is suing the comedian for defamation after being accused of extortion. Well, it's looking like Trezai is calling rapper Common as a star witness. And just a note, Common and Tiffany did date. We all knew about that. We were rooting for them. Will this hurt or help Tiffany's court case? Um, Al, I want you to start with this, but uh, also Trezai is the mom of the two kids who sued Tiffany in a now-dismissed lawsuit filed in 2022 accusing her of grooming children. This is a mess. I'll break this down for us. Uh-huh. So you know what? Whoever that young lady's uh, lawyer is, very, very smart move. So we know that they're in arbitration, and this is an arbitration battle. Claudia, you know all about arbitration when you're trying to work out a legal situation. The goal is to, to get a, a common ground to get the people to settle. 
throwing Common's name into this arbitration, into this lawsuit, even though he has done nothing wrong but merely be an innocent bystander, especially now that he's dating a superstar like Jennifer Hudson, was very smart. That way, you know, Tiff, you know, Common's going to pick up the phone. Jay Hood's going to have Common pick up the phone and say, yo, you need to reach out to them and we need to get our names out of this. We don't want to be nowhere close to any allegations as it relates to child pornography or anything of those sorts. This is a little slick tactic, but I promise you Common will be making a, a call to Tiffany and her lawyers and say, hey, y'all. I don't want no parts of this. Please get this settled and get my name out of this. A little tactic may work. Let's see if it does. Mo, what are your thoughts? I mean, I just second that. I think it's a slick tactic, but just the slime of it being on you, you just want right. that to be so removed. And for the fact that he's with a powerhouse like Jennifer Hudson, you know, she's in her element. She's an EGOT. She has her show that's doing well. Like nothing of the sorts can be near me at this time. So we for sure agree that a phone call will be made. Do you guys think Common and Jennifer will end up getting married? Because, like, Common's been notorious for, like, having some, you know, he's kind of the Lori Harvey of, you know, males. Oh, wait a minute, no male shaming, please. No male shaming? Oh, Al, you be having a whole list of women's lovers on this show with the stats. And she had sex on October 15th and then had sex on October 12th. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, he's, he's a serial dater. And I do think he's with one person, right, at, at a time. But it always seems like after like a couple of years, it, it kind of goes away. Right. And yeah. we root for these couples. Do you think that this is different? Like this is the one. How do you feel about this relationship? Most well, you know, I feel like they're both from South Side of Chicago. You know, they're they're made different in Chicago. Um, I think that this could be the one for him. And, and, you know, Jennifer and him, they just appear to if you're around them, if you've seen them together, it just seems to be so real. So I'm going to say I'm rooting for them. It also seemed real with Angela Rye. It also seems you real think? with Erica Badu. It also seemed real. <laughs> it seemed really real with Erica Badu. I thought it that did. was match made in heaven. Really? I didn't see the. I mean, I didn't see them interact together, but the two of them, mm, I don't know. And I was at events where I seen Tiffany and Common together and like he was like the way he was looking and waiting on her and just like his eyes were just lit up. But I guess everyone's like that in the beginning. Mo, you shaking your head. You don't think so? I mean, look, I, 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 I wanted him and Erica to be a thing, you know, but that didn't happen. So I don't believe this is going to last. I think he tries to like date women that have like more status or whatever so he can kind of come up. Like, it's just so sorry. That's what it gives. Really? Really? We haven't seen him in anything, and she's the one that's an egot and has her own show. I'm just saying. He was in. He's been in the game forever now. We he can't. was in the movie Just Right. When would that come out? Just a long time ago. <laughs> Thank you. Somebody has to pay the light bill. Oh, it's expensive in LA. Okay, I don't know what y'all pay, but this is expensive. The lights is expensive. Water, gas, groceries. Uh uh. Somebody got to pay the bill. Does he got music coming? He got music. Ow. Streaming sales? <laughs> I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. You really wearing him out, Mo. I don't know if I like that. I got to stand for my light-skinned brother. Ah, y'all look like twins. Standing up on my light-skinned brother now. Y'all could be twins. <laughs> uh, here for fun said, Common wants a date uh, till the grave. And Ibishid uh, said, what's wrong with people dating until marriage? let people date. And Vicky P said, it doesn't seem natural with Common and J-Hud. Uh, 
Oh, and Serena. He was also with Serena Williams. Remember that? That didn't work out either. That seemed. Maybe that's his fetish. You know, he's attracted. He gets excited. He likes dating very powerful, famous black females. That could be a fetish. That's hot. Yeah. Hmm. Next topic. Despite the current war, Tiffany Haddish is coming under fire for making a post about going to Israel because she wants to see it for herself. Take a look. And I'm going to go see for myself. I'm going to go see. I'm going to go see all of it. I'm going to ask questions, see with my own eyes. All right, y'all, what are your thoughts on this? I know tensions are very high with this topic. Um, I'm going to go to you first, Mo. What do you think about this? Was this a... I feel the whole thing was, in your words, classless. Um, tacky, for sure. Like, wherever you stand on, whatever side you stand on, people have died and people are dying. And the sheer fact that you're like, oh, I'm going to go see for myself. It's just really, like, disrespectful for, for those who are over there. If you really wanted to be uh, your journalism in your journalism bag, then you could have said something, maybe brought a team with you to really be on the ground and really hear stories. I mean, she could have even said that she was going home to visit her family, which is in Eritrea or whatever she's from, you know what I mean? And then she wanted to go. But the fact that it was like, I'm going to go see for myself, just really felt like she was just trying to make sure that her bread stayed buttered. If just a sense. Oh, so you think she's kind of pandering to the... It's giving... Oh, it's coming with the heat tonight, baby. <laughs> I, feel, I told you, I feel comfortable today. Uh, yeah, it's it's that's what it's giving. It's, it's just really kind of sad because no matter what side you stand on, people like here you go. She's going to Israel. People died over there. So like go over there with some respect and just kind of some humility. You know, you just look like a pompous, arrogant American going to someone else's home. Just reckless. Mm, OK, Al, what do you think? Well, I think this is this has got so many layers to it. Right. Number one, um, I think there is a tone deaf element of of her talking about it, because you're right, Mo, uh, whatever your beliefs are with when it comes to Palestine or Israel, the conflict, people and lives have been taken. And, and you have a right to your opinion, though, but you also have the right to let people have backlash against you. Now, the other side of this is Tiffany Haddish is Jewish. All right. And so would and she's a comedian. So with comedians, it's always that little toe in the line of what's what's appropriate, what's inappropriate, what's funny, what's comedic, what's not. You're Jewish. She's a black female. She's Jewish. Would her comments in my mind would have been would they have been taken differently if it was a white comedian who talked the way she did about going to see for themselves? A white comedian who's Jewish, I mean. Or are we judging her because she is a black female Jewish person who is talking about it? So I'm kind of it's tone deaf for sure. It's cringeworthy for sure. But that's a very thin line when it comes to deaths and religion. Right. So with her, I just feel like this is a tone deaf moment. But I do want to know, would we have given the same type of backlash if a white Jewish comedian male had said the same things? I just don't know what she meant when she said, I'm going to go see for myself, because that could mean one of two things, right? It could mean, okay, I'm hearing that the the, the folks of Gaza are the real victims here. So I'm going to go see if my people are the ones tripping and go see for the, uh, myself, which we all know the answer, I think. And, or she may be going there like, you know, uh, I feel like uh, my, my side, the Jewish side has been um, maybe misframed or misrepresented. I want to go see. Um, 
I don't, we don't really have enough context because it's such a quick comment and I feel like we can easily drag someone and they may yeah. not even mean it the way we think. And we've all been, you know, a victim of that yeah. here. So I'm not really sure, but there are lots of, uh, there's lots of footage online where you can really see for yourself online exactly what's happening and what's happening there is very ugly. A couple of now, thousand- Now, I also think, Claudia, she was saying that she was going to get a man. She's going to get a future husband. And so I kind of took that into it too. Like she's going to to get a real, you know, from Israel Jewish man, a good old Jewish man. Um, so I, I yeah, it is yeah. about a Again, understanding both sides. Timing right now, going to Israel in the middle of a war to get a man is the timing right now. It was a little bit rough. People are very sensitive right now. Yeah. All right, Tiffany, we wish you well in your travels. All right, coming up. Is it wrong to give two people the same gift for Valentine's Day? And later, find out why Drake is being praised for his charity work. All right, we got to find out about this. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Y'all know I'm on my College Hill experience, and the same thing is happening now at 50 as it did when I was younger, that freshman 15. So I need some help, y'all. Now, uh, Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with uh, healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Now over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partners handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. Now if eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Now, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash T, sign up today, and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Now, medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash t that's ro.co slash t promotional consideration furnished by row body all right let's get back to some topics a twitter user revealed that her man bought two of the same gifts for valentine's day and gave one to her and one to the mourning wife of his brother who had recently passed away she tweeted the wife phoned yesterday asking me to thank my partner for buying her a valentine present I'm very angry. How could he buy both of us the same present? All right, y'all, is the woman overreacting or would you be upset too? Mo, I see your face. You look mad as hell. Did someone do this to you? <laughs> Maybe. I just want to know what the gift was. That's my thing. Like, what? Depending, you know, if it was a car in a car, okay, maybe. If it was a box of chocolate, maybe not. I don't know. I think you should give, you know, for the person that's grieving, give them something precious and tender. I don't know if it needed to be a Valentine's Day good, if it just could have been a random Thursday. Um, but, you know, to the one that you love, it should have had a little bit more thought behind it. But hey, you know, times is tough out here. The economy is a little funny. So hey, he found a two for two. It worked. 
But, you know, there's an argument to be made that even in times where it's rough, right? Like thoughtfulness doesn't cost a thing, right? Like, so you can do something that's special for your loved one. Like, don't go get blanket gifts to me, her, the little girl, your mama like that. You, I'm the one that's screwing you. I'm the one that's laying down with you. I'm the one that's your mate. How dare you? No? <laughs> I agree with that. I agree. Sorry. Oh, no, y'all. I'm about to take up for the man here. I just don't think men are, or not all men are made like that. Like, I feel like in this case, I thought it was very thoughtful that he thought of his brother's uh, widow, wife, or whatever, ex-wife, I mean, wife. And and for men, they just trying to, you know, cover all their bases at once, in my opinion. I think if she going to be mad at him, don't be mad that he gave you the same gift. Be mad that he was lazy and didn't get different gifts. Don't be mad that he's loving and caring and sensitive and trying to, you know, fill the void. I mean, you should praise him for even thinking about her in her time of distress, especially during the first Valentine's since. Her, his brother died. So be mad at him, not for him being sensitive and, and, and caring or whatever. Be mad at him for being lazy, for not taking the time to at least find a different gift. How about that? Apparently, she was also mad he didn't tell her that he was doing this. So she's finding out from the phone call from the wife, like, oh, thank you. Tell your man, thank you for the, the red flowers I got. And she probably was like, wait, he got you the same red flowers he got me? Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, I think you should let your partner a heads up like, hey, babe, just so you know, I'm going to you know, look out for my brother's, you know. Right. Let's read Never. some of the chat, Claudia. So Gubadoff said, yes, overreaching and maybe was on sale, but I want to get one free. <laughs> that seems like something I would do. But that's to said, if he gave them different gifts, she would have compared it all. Vanessa, dang, y'all look That's a good around. one. That's a good one. Tanja, Tanja Christopher said, so, tack, so tacky and lazy to give someone the same present. And Vanessa said, I think the issue is that he didn't tell her, like Claudia said, mm -hmm. he brought the sister-in-law the gift. Mm -hmm. It, to me, it wouldn't be something I go to social media about. It'd be something I would be in a group chat with my girls about, though. It's not yeah. like that level of violation. I'd be like more like, mm, but it's not like the end of the world. It is. You do have a nice, a considerate husband. Uh, Ra Ramon Rosado, did you read this one? Stop complaining about everything. Be grateful that you have such a good man. OK. All right. Keep a lot because coming up next, men are revealing who they won't go into business with. And later, find out why a mother is facing serious charges. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. All right, y'all, a guest on the Earn Your Leisure podcast recently spoke out about the type of person he would not go into business with. Take a look. Can you trust somebody that doesn't take care of their kids? They'll kill me. I don't trust no man on earth that does not take care of their children. Not one. I'm good. You cannot be in my circle. You can't be friends of my friends. Cannot do it. Because if you won't take care of your kids, you hate you. You'll kill me. No, I'm good. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. I love that someone said this out loud. A friend, Makai Pfeiffer, a friend of mine, we were all on a at an event and he was talking about this and I heard him say this and I thought that was such a good point because if you go and mistreat your own blood, what chance do I have in your world? If you think about it, if you disregard your seed that you brought into the world, I really, I love men that stick up for their, like for, for doing what's right like this. I think this is a great point. Al, what do you think about this and this point? I mean 
Absolutely. I mean, I 100% agree. I mean, that's why that saying, show me your friend, who your friends are, and I'll tell you who you are. I mean, it, it resonates, right? I mean, I can't imagine being a grown man and being friends with another grown man who I know is not taking care of one of his seeds. That to me is ridiculous, even if it's money. You know what I mean? Even if even if it was contentious and, you know, the least you could do is make sure that your seed is taken care of. That's right. Well, what do you think about this? I agree. I'm is someone who didn't have their father in their life and who only came around and I found out how much he was giving my mother for child support, which was trash. Like you do need to show up and be present. It makes a difference. And I do agree. Like if you're going to treat your family bad, how do I believe in this business relationship that you're going to conduct yourself accordingly? So I totally agree. You know, I think more men, uh, actually more people would be maybe better people if they were taking a task like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you just like act all crazy, you raping girls, molesting people, disregarding your kid, being absentee, you're creating a lot of other problems in society. Mm -hmm. And then you keep getting rewarded with the bag. It doesn't really incentivize you to stop doing that, mm -hmm. right? But if people looked at your character and said, you know what, I don't really rock with people like you, eventually the bad apples would get weeded out or they, they would straighten up, you know? And I just feel like we definitely, you know, I would say people racing to the bottom, they keep getting rewarded with, you know, our ratchet society we're in right now. We have a couple comments. Desiree Smith said, I don't trust men that aren't close to their kids or a mother. I dated a man like that in the past and found out he was a stalking sociopath. And Ansel D'Angelo said... 100% agree. Men that don't take care of their kids don't give a damn about you or anyone else. Now, let me ask you this, Claudia, and I don't know if we have, we maybe we have time. My question, too, is also the responsibility is why do women date men who are irresponsible and don't take care of their kids? Why, why are they still able to go out and find women to be with? Do women play a part in holding them accountable, accountable at all in this um, equation? I, I don't know if if it, we got to blame women for what a man does because a man can do what a, a man wants to do. I, I will say this. I've never in my 50 years on this earth and dating has a man ever told me, hey, Claudia, I'm a terrible dad or I don't take care of my kids. They always usually misrepresent it and say how amazing of a father they are. And then mm -hmm. you find out later on that they're Instagram dads. I actually cut someone loose about the way he denied a child that was his child and thought it was cute or funny. I go, even though that doesn't affect me, it affects how I think about you. And I will not deal with someone that can be okay with knowing their seed is out there and you're not in this kid's life. And now I see him on Instagram and he's in this kid's life. But yeah, I have a I, question yeah. to throw in. I have a question just in the, what is the definition of taking care of your kids? Cause I think like, if you're really chasing the bag, then do you have the time? Like, yeah, you can pro financially provide, but there will never replace that time of you being there and being present and speaking into that child's life. So I think when it comes to taking care, I think that there's a lot more that should be added to, because like you just said, that man who's an Instagram father, he may look like, he may mm -hmm. provide, the kid may have the best clothes, but that kid may not know his father and that father may not know their child. Right, yeah. I would rather them provide financially and not For be sure. there personally than not be there in, on no fronts. For sure. For you know? that, and I would, that. I would also... I would also prefer that they be there in person and can't provide financially. I think that's okay too, but yeah. not doing anything, I think is unacceptable across the For board. For sure. Panamanian queen said, men lie, duh, it's simple. They always blame it on the mother calling her bitter. 
All right. Well, that's another conversation for another day, but that does happen a lot too. And a lot of times they're bitter because they're tired of doing it alone. Alone. Mm -hmm. Half our problems in our society would be wiped out if we really could keep couples together, well, healthy relationships where kids can see a mama and a daddy. I think we need both. I do. All right. Drake did not only surprise us with his package this month. He also surprising fans with cash. Now, in January, Drake surprised a fan battling cancer with $100,000 at his concert. And just days ago, he surprised another fan who just finished chemotherapy with $50,000. What do you think of this of this kind gesture, Al? What do you think? Man, we we like this about Drake. Now, this is one thing that we do like. Him playing with his Willy Wonka online and showing that this skinny piece who Claudia call a loose noodle off exactly. is not something that we necessarily gravitate to, but he has always over the last 10 years given money. Remember he gave $75,000 to a Philadelphia high school to keep music studio, to create a movie music studio. He gave $200,000 to Hurricane Harvey. He gave a million dollars to repair basketball courts for, for, um, you know, underprivileged kids in the in the city of Toronto. He gave thirty thousand dollars to Jamaica for that learning center. This is what he does, and this is why you know there's a component of him that we really like when it comes to his philanthropy, his philanthropy, and his big heart in helping others. Correct. No. Yeah. I think it was amazing. I just think like. You just never know where your blessing is going to come from. I know that person for sure did not think that they were going to leave with $50,000 just because their girlfriend did not come to the conference, the concert with them. And once again, it's just another layer of, like Al said, we like him for, for these reasons. We like him for sure. I I love when I see these kind of stories. Um, it's one of my motivations of why I work so hard. Like, I really think this has got to be one of the best feelings in the world to just mm-hmm. bless people that may not even see it coming. You know what yes. I mean? Like when you just yeah. like, they don't even ask you and you just do it. I, it's got to feel amazing. Good job, Drake. But no more penis shots because. Oh, yeah, I, just, gross. I, just, I just want to say this, guys. Claudia actually is not. I mean, she is that person. Like Claudia will read a story about somebody and cash at them. <laughs> like she will. She is one of those hard giving people that if she if your story resonates with her, she wants to help. So I have to big up my, you know, my co-host when she does. Thank you, Al. <laughs> I had a moment yesterday with someone actually this has just happened that I gave a car to before and um, was going through some really difficult times. And I found out he was selling plasma. Wow. twice a week just to make the ends meet so i just sent him some more so now he's got his phone back on and it's not i'm not going to do a post about it it's not about getting attention for that kind of thing but i'm telling you if every one of us like when you see someone that just needs a little bit you know something that's manageable you know like 50 dollars, a meal or just like a hand up but you don't have to do a big gesture like drake um but like little things all they eventually do add up and thanks thanks for that Alan. i appreciate that All right, let's check out this moment, this Black History Moment, sponsored by Nissan. Fox Soul celebrates Black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. Creating a place for cultural diversity in outer space is 46-year-old Keisha Shahaf and her 19-year-old daughter, Anastasia Mayers. The mother-daughter duo made history by becoming the first African-Caribbean mother-daughter team to travel to outer space. Keisha and Anastasia entered a contest and won their historical trip to the stars. On August 10th, 2023, the mother and daughter duo journeyed into space with other passengers on the Galactic O2 spacecraft. 
Keisha and Anastasia are continuing the mission to represent people of color in space. In the history of space travel, there have only been 73 women and 18 African Americans who have traveled to outer space. Anastasia is following in the footsteps of Dr. Mae Jemison, the first African-American woman to travel in space, and Jessica Watkins, the first black woman on the space station crew in 2022. Anastasia is the youngest person to journey into outer space, and she has dreams of becoming an astrobiologist in the future. As the first black mother-daughter duo in space, Keisha and Anastasia are leading the way for every person of color to one day visit the stars. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, proudly presented by Nissan. Experience a whole new thrill of driving. All right, what do you think of this clip? And if you could go to space, who would you take with you? Mo, let's go to you first. What do you think about this? This is amazing. I'm trying to like fight back tears. I'm like, seriously, it's so beautiful. I think it is amazing. I think the opportunity for a fantasy or a dream to become a reality in today's time, I think speaks volumes. The fact that she wants to continue her career is just amazing. I would take my mom or my best friend. Okay. All right, Al. Let's see. I don't have a mom, don't have a dad. Um, uh, who would I take? Uh, yeah, maybe I'll take Claudia. Because, <laughs> you oh, know, Claudia go, Claudia starts some initiative and <laughs> create a space program for young black girls in like Mississippi yeah. somewhere. <laughs> and Al, if I took you, I'd have to make sure that they have the bottles locked up. Right. You take a bottle. <laughs> I'll have you up all night in space. Oh, my God. Yes, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed Nissan Open Our Eyes. This is one African American female fact that I actually did not know. And you guys know I'm a facts guy. I just love the fact that we're able to constantly at every age learn something. And I really appreciate these type of activations. I mean, it's just amazing to me. Absolutely. Thank you, Nissan, for that. We really appreciate that. And you know what? We don't have to keep it. We don't have to stop when uh, Black History Month ends. We can keep it going and just continue to elevate and celebrate our victories and our wins. Yeah. All right, y'all, coming up, uh, Brazilian waxes are usually for people going on a vacation, but find out why this one is sending a mother to jail. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. All right, Bryson Bryant, the son of Nene Leakes, um, is in the news again, but this time he is being sued for nearly $30,000 in unpaid child support. Now, initially, the courts ordered Bryson to pay $780, I'm sorry, $708 a month, but for nearly four years, he has been missing payments. Do you think jail time is the right punishment for failing to pay child support, or is it too extreme? I think jail time is a horrible way, because how do you get the money after that? Mo, what do you think? Mm -hmm. um, I think jail time is not the response. Uh, because like you said, they're going to be gone and they won't be able to make money. I do feel like there is something else, maybe just taxing the the heck out of their paycheck. Um, but I just feel like it's really unfortunate, especially when your mom is Nene Leak. So we know she's like, I'm rich, da 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 So you would think that she would at least set her kid up to be wealthy in some sense. And so for you to not be able to pay $708, I just feel like it's once again, you're not a man on your business taking care of your children. So I just feel like it's really trash. Al, is your mic back? Let's see. Let's check. 
No, it's not. Um, yeah, check check the cord real quick. I know you. Wait, I think. Okay. <laughs> there you are. There you are. Go ahead. There you are. We got. Hey, right, hey now, this is live TV right over here, TJ. Hey, so, live TV, right? And I just unplugged the playback. Um, so this is my thought. I I I don't like any form of deadbeat dads. Right. You have a child. You need to be responsible for your child. You need to pay your child support. Is jail the right answer? No, he can't do any good in jail. So I just feel like the court system needs to come up with another accountability method for individuals that are dead be dead. You put a dead be dead in jail. What are you going to get out of him while he's in jail? Nothing. And in this case, if you're getting nothing because he's not in jail, then you need to come up with another solution. What does that look like? Uh, it does it come in the form of, of garnishment. I think they may have tried, but what if you don't have a job? What can you garnish? I think it could be maybe house arrest or maybe it could be some other form or maybe you give them mandatory community service where they have to pick up and drop off the child to school every day. Mm. Uh, they have to make sure that they, they have to pick up the groceries for the family for the week or something like that. Mm. I'm just making it up off the top of my head, but I just think for deadbeat dads, there needs to be some type of accountability. I know this family. I feel like if that, that mother of that child would just go talk to Nene and the two of them sit down, I'm sure, I'm sure Nene would try to figure out something to help because she loves her grandbabies. Now, if you know anything about the League family, she loves her grandbabies, but I don't think she wants to get involved in her grown son's business with his girlfriend. And I think that's the big divide here. So, but 100% believe that if you're a deadbeat dad, there has to be some better form of accountability because jail just is not the solution in my mind. And doesn't it suck for, for Nene Leaks? Because this is not a 16-year-old son. This is a grown man. And it sucks that because of, you know, her fame, anything that her son does or does not do, i.e. not paying child support or falling behind on a, you know, a, a relatively low payment, it reflects on her. Like she shouldn't have to save the day. She shouldn't have to pay a grown man's child support. I mean, if she chooses to do so, because those are her grandchildren, mm -hmm. then that's a beautiful thing on her, but she should not be pressured out to pay. And, and for the son, when you know you have a mom that's, you know, anything she does, it's going to get in the news. I just wish kids that may have probably been a little bit spoiled would just be a little bit more conscious of how their bad deeds affect their parent. Like your parent got you in a mansion. Your parent got you a, a really nice life. I'm thinking. I'm don't really. I'm not really sure about how they lived, but I'm thinking from what I would assume that he lived a pretty privileged life. And mm -hmm. to then repay your parents by constantly staying in the news, like I would feel like I'd have to tighten up because I had a famous mom. Because you got to know it's gonna come back on my mom. Right. No one cares about you. They care. Sorry, I, I don't mean to say it's so harshly, but it's kind of like life. They care about tying it to your mom and making it messy. Mm -hmm. right. And I think that's mess. I don't think that's fair to do to your mom. I really don't like you need to buckle up, young man. You are not a child. You are a grown up and who has a child. And do you want your kid to see that your that their daddy just didn't want to just pay the money and fell mm -hmm. behind that far? Like, stop doing this to kids. Mo, like you, my dad didn't really pay much in child support. And it makes you feel like they love you less because sure. you couldn't like figure that. You didn't want to figure that out for me. You didn't want to make sure I was good. You didn't want to make sure that I was getting, you know, what I need in this life. I don't know. Sorry. I, I can go on on this all day because it really bothers me. Well, let's see what the chat's got to say. Brandon Brown said, assign them to public labor, community service, paving roads, et cetera, until they get a damn job. 
Uh, interesting concept. I think it, I would make it more family intense. So assign them, you know, where they need to take the child to school or something like that. Make it more of a fatherly assignment instead of public labor, in my opinion. I mean, the way people go now, they asking to be uh, sterilized or just I don't know. Can we just make it where you have a little a little permanent condom on there? And then when you're ready to grow up, we can have it taken off. We need some new invention because it ain't working what's happening right now. A All permanent right. condom. A permanent condom. <laughs> Duck tape that thing up. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I'm not a politician, but it ain't working the way it is. All right. Hey, a mother in Memphis posted, uh, Memphis, Jasmine Moss posted uh, photos on social media of her five-year-old performing Brazilian waxes on adults. The post went viral and was reported to the Memphis police countless times. And now the mom is being charged with child neglect. Would you consider this child neglect? And what is a fair consequence? What do you think about a five-year-old? You go to get wax or laser wax and a little five-year-old is down there looking it's at down you. between your legs. First of all, I think it's child abuse and child neglect, to be perfectly honest, in my opinion. And the fact that the client said, okay, sure, I'll let you do this to me, is just trash on top of that. Like, it just doesn't make sense if you wanted your daughter to be an esthetician because you learned how to do bikini wax in esthetician school or, you know, you're a cosmetologist. That's one thing. Could Put her on a mannequin. You know what I mean? Do the little rip on a mannequin girl let her do your eyebrow and let you walk around looking wonky and crazy but to be in between another it's just that's an intimate place you know what i mean just even for whoever is performing the service and to have that for it's just out of pocket and classless trash <laughs> get the trash out you know what i say claudia and mo why do people like to record their crimes <laughs> why are you recording your crimes and posting it on social media or on the internet so everybody can see it and then go to court and say it didn't happen. It's ridiculous to me. Stop putting stuff like this on the internet. I'm gonna say it a hundred times. I've said it a hundred times before. Stop putting your crimes on the internet and wonder why your child is being taken away. It's just freaking stupid across the board. Be smarter, lady. And now you got a business that's gonna be shut down and you ain't got your daughter. How much sense does that make? In Tennessee, you have to be at least 16 to obtain a license and you have to complete 750 hours of training and tests. Can you, I could not imagine if I'm like, oh, girls, we going to Aruba next week. Okay, let me go ahead and get my wax so I can be straight. And a five-year-old is pouring hot wax on a stick and putting it in my coochie, around my coochie lips. And I'm going to be okay with that. This so many times, this should have been stopped. It's absolutely ridiculous. Disgusting. All right, actress Coco Brown and her son safely escaped their home after caught on fire. Celebrities mm -hmm. poured in with donations for her $50,000 GoFundMe, including Byron Allen and Marlon Wayans. What do you think of the community rushing to support her in a time of need, Al? Awesome, great. This is what the Black community does. I love seeing these types of stories. But at the end of the day, everybody, that's why you have homeowners insurance. Be smart about your finances, please, because this ain't it. All right, Mo. I do agree. I I mean, I didn't even think about homeowners insurance. I need renters insurance. Hell. Um, but I do agree. I love to see us as black people come together and just support and pick each other up. Like that's what we need moving forward. And it's just beautiful. Shout out to Byron Allen, Marlon Wayne. Like they didn't have to do that, but they did. And I didn't see them on Instagram making a huge deal out of it. Like, look at me, look at me. They just did it. And we imagine how much we got bread, y'all. Black people got some money. We can make a lot of things go away and get better if we all join together put our coins together and had one common cause.
I'm surprised you haven't contributed, Claudia. <laughs> Only because I've been in the books, but now that I know about it, I'm going to go look it up. <laughs> All right, y'all, I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Mo Hart, for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Please watch it again and hit that like button. Stay tuned for Fox Soul Face Off when they go at it. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye, y'all. All right. Have a good night, soulmates.